This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This segment of Grassroots Marketing on Location is sponsored by GreenCranberry.com. Want access to new customers? The smart marketing money turns to online engagement. Green Cranberry is the online engagement platform for all things cannabis. Learn more at GreenCranberry.com. CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location, featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. Now we take you on location to the 2015 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. Reporting for CannabisRadio.com, here's Radical Russ Belleville. One of my brothers in the CannabisRadio.com family, we got David here from State of Cannabis. How you doing? If I was doing any better, I'd be you. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, I think. <laughs> in addition to State of Cannabis, anything else we're promoting here while I'm thinking of it? Well, you know, I'd always like to promote my, my wonderful wife and the work that she does uh, with Mom Force Easy, bringing education to uh, the senior citizens of our good state of Arizona. All right, so let's talk about State of Cannabis, your show on CannabisRadio.com. How often, how long, how can people get it? Well, you know, uh, the normal vehicles, you can find us on uh, iTunes, iHeart's, Freaker, Stitcher, CannabisRadio.com, of course, you can find our show. Uh, we push out every Tuesday. Okay, so Tuesdays is when you're going to get the new episode of State of Cannabis. A half-hour program? Yeah, about 26 minutes, uh, 30 minutes with commercials, yeah. There you go. Okay, so we're talking about latest news, the latest info, interviews. We just try to keep our listeners on the pulse of, of what's happening in cannabis, and basically that is, uh, you know, these movements, these uh, cannabis conferences that uh, we have here, and, and really, you know, finally bridging the gap of the stigma, removing the stigma from cannabis itself and moving that vehicle forward. What was your route to becoming a cannabis broadcaster? You know, I, I have a, an interesting trajectory, I would say. You know, I'm, I'm the product of a nun and a hippie. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a start of a joke. It, 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 more of a butt of a joke. But, <laughs> it, uh, you know, it was an interesting trajectory. My mother passed at a young age. I, I was a, a runaway, uh, one of the mill rats of Arizona. You know, okay. lived in a, in a cave off of Curry for a while. Wow. And then the next thing you know, fast forward 20 years, uh, I'm an energy-efficient lighting designer. I'm responsible for just over a billion kilowatt hours reduced from our environment bump into this wonderful, beautiful uh, woman, Kathy Inman, now Kathy Inman. You know, she has provided a vehicle that I can actually also talk about another one of my passions, and that's that's cannabis. That's wonderful. And of course, Kathy's work with Mom Force Arizona is wonderful. We've talked to her earlier in the day. And so that, you know, the activism side of this is very uh, special to you then. You know, I would, I would definitely say it's uh, something that we take home with us. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, activism is is how we change things now. We have wonderful vehicles for changing uh, hearts and minds uh, with social media. We can reach out to so many thousands and millions of people and really show them that uh, cannabis is nothing to fear. There we go. What's it been like getting cannabis radio off the ground and being a part of that? You know, quite honestly, that was almost just automatically in the background. Uh, Darren and Brandy are just amazing, and uh, they're just stalwart champions of cannabis. I can't say enough things uh, nice about them, of course, uh, and that's so I can get to go to the barbecue later. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. Have you seen that place out there? My goodness. I would like to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> you will definitely, definitely appreciate that. So uh, State of Cannabis, available every Tuesday on CannabisRadio.com, all of the outlets, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Morse code, smoke signals, sonar. I, <laughs> if it's a communications medium, we're on it. Developments or guests or shows you want to highlight for the future? You know, we've, we've had some wonderful guests. Uh, you know, we, we've had Charlotte Green. Mm-hmm. Very good. That was uh, just an amazing guest. Uh, we, we've had so many that, uh, you know, in the back of my mind, they're all coming out at me at once. We, we've had Joe Hodas. We had Guy Bertuzzi with Elevate NV. You know, we've had just some, some wonderful, beautiful guests. Uh, we had Robert Plashtorn, the Black Tuna, mm-hmm. you know, spent 30 years in, in prison for a nonviolent offense, the longest in U.S. history. So, you know, we've we've had these these wonderful, amazing guests, and, and, you know, we look forward to getting more and more wonderful and amazing guests. When I started doing this podcasting, I thought I knew a lot about weed, and it turned out that the longer I did this, the more ignorant I felt. It was like, <laughs> my God, I didn't know half of this stuff. What are some of the things that you picked up from doing this work? That cannabis is and can be and should be a medicine. I used it well before it was a medicine, at least in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the recourse that I felt the first time I heard, you know, that cannabis has the potential to cure cancer. I mean, it, it honestly offended me, to be honest. My, my mother passed at a young age of cancer, and to find that something so mundane and that's been held down could possibly be uh, an effective treatment for cancer, that is, is the new driving force behind so much. That not only is it a wonderful recreational tool, but at the same time, it's also a very efficacious uh, medical vehicle and that we need to, to show everybody that we have. You know, I, I find that interesting. I come from the same background of being a, what they call, recreational cannabis consumer. I was a long-haired rock and roll musician. That transformation, that, that discovery of, hey, I was just having fun with this. <laughs> Who knew that it would you know, cure cancer, help Alzheimer's? I mean, you know, it's wonderful to be right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, when, when we find something that we enjoyed so much and we can fast forward and find out that it was... Uh, potentially just making us that much better i mean you know i think there was a study that just came out about basketball players and uh, how many of them imbibe right before a game i think it's like 71 percent yeah well you know maybe it's not performance enhancing but it's certainly not performance diminishing yeah i you know? I, I always point out that the nba does not uh, drug test for marijuana in the off season because they want to have at least five guys to <laughs> field a team right <laughs> you know, they gotta work on that and of course you know Phoenix here is an NBA town, absolutely NFL town, an NHL town, and an MLB town. All of the four major pro sports. You got Major League Soccer here too. You know, I would like to say yes. I, I honestly, I don't know enough about yeah. the football, the footballs. <laughs> uh, but all of these pro sports. We just had the Gridiron Cannabis Society or group, amazing or group out there, amazing group. Yeah, you know, uh, just trying to push the uh, the envelope and express that. You know, the, the the football players. You know, I mean, they go through massive concussions and and, and aches and pains, and and that 
this has been their form of treatment, and they want to make sure that they're able to use that. It's a beautiful, amazing organization that that we really need to, to, to push as much as possible. You know, that, that really, again, bridges the gap with so many of the American populace that may potentially be afraid of cannabis. If they know that their favorite Pro Bowl player uses that instead of, uh, you know, hydrocodone or oxycotton or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, or maybe an Ambien at night, they don't have to do that. And I think that's a beautiful message. Yeah, I, I another thing I like to point out is two of the recent Super Bowls back-to-back were won by game-winning touchdown catches by receivers who'd been busted for weed, Plaxico Burris and Santonio Holmes. <laughs> now, they did some other dumb stuff in their life, too. but <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? It's just so vital that we're getting this information out. And, and you, and you're based here in Arizona? I am okay. indeed, yes. So you're based here in Arizona, and 2016, you might have one or even two initiatives. What do so, you think? You know, we, we have uh, 100,000 uh, signatures plus with uh, the Marijuana Policy Projects Initiative. Um, I, I say that, uh, you know, as long as we stay the course, uh, we're going to get that on the ballot, and then it's just up to the, the voters to cast their stone. I would like to see, you know, as many uh, options as possible to, that, that we can have cannabis, cannabis, and more cannabis to vote on. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, we know for sure that we're going to have one that's on there. You know, we're, we're going to have a resounding 240, 250,000 signatures by the time that we uh, are by the time we qualify. So, you know, it's it's an exciting time. And quite frankly, uh, this time next year, you know, we're going to have uh, another conversation, maybe, uh, you know, a, a nice congratulatory uh, of we did it, you know. Yeah, let's hope so. And I hope to come back down here and celebrate when that happens. And uh, I want to thank you for being here. we got David from... State of Cannabis on CannabisRadio.com. Make sure you're checking it out. New episodes every Tuesday on CannabisRadio.com. Available through iTunes and all of the online outlets. David, great to be a part of the family. Thanks for joining us. Russ, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing. On location, only on CannabisRadio.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.